Battleline Podcast. Hope everyone is doing good on this Memorial Day. Most of you are hearing this on Memorial Day as it goes up on Monday. Uh, we're going to talk about Memorial Day, especially with Renee Nickel, and uh, talk about it with you as well, just guys that yeah. we've lost. But, uh, of course, we're going to have to mention what happened in Texas as well, and, and we'll get into that. Uh, it's a very, very crazy week here in America, for sure. Um, before we do, I, I will say we have great sponsors who keep us doing what we do, and there's probably no better way to honor heroes than with a flag done by the guys over at Your American Flag Store. They really are putting out great work. Your American Flag Store makes very different wood flags than any other. They are art, 100% handcrafted from start to finish, including everything painted by hand with a brush, including each and every star. The flags are 100% customizable with your name, service dates, your emblems, logos. You can even do your favorite battle cry your favorite Bible verse, they'll do it all for you. So their flags are made to order, which means your flag is made for you from raw wood to finished art. Plus buying from youramericanflagstore.com helps in their fight to cancel, cancel culture. Four years ago, this six-year-old boy asked his parents to start a wood American flag business, and they did. It took this family on an adventure, selling the flags all across the country, The business did so well, it allowed them to move from California to a better life in Tennessee. Right after they moved to Tennessee, they were canceled for making Trump flags. Facebook, Shopify, PayPal, and Google all took their shoots. But Newsmax and Fox News heard the story, and it did make national news. So they're going to be involving lawyers, bringing the fight to these platforms. So please show this family your support. And uh, we'll have some of the flags on the screen as we did last time. They really do an amazing job they have flags coming in for us and uh and like i said no better way to honor uh honor people who have fallen on this memorial day than getting a custom flag maybe for guys like that so check them out that's youramericanflagstore.com at youramericanflagstore on instagram we also have a brand new sponsor on board and i didn't know exactly what these guys did i thought it was just beard oil and beard vet but they do they do coffee. They do beard oil. They have they have uh, merchandise. They have right. so much cool stuff, and it's yeah, yeah. all so well done. All from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, is that their coffee you're drinking? Yeah, that's I actually <laughs> this this morning. I am drinking the El Diablo, and it's it's actually smells. It doesn't smell like El Diablo at all. I mm-hmm. I, I started putting it in my my little press here, and I I swore I had hints of caramel in there. It actually smells really good. So I haven't tried it. This is the first time I've tried this one. So. Uh, but uh, you know, I was just the package. You know, you always know there's a company puts pride in their work just with the packaging too. I, I mean, it's a great see, logo. Even, even with one of our other sponsor, Outer Regs, who does great on their packaging. But these guys, and here's the beard oil came in a separate bag, which I didn't know either, brother. I just I, they sent me all this stuff, and I'm I thought it was just gosh. beard oil because I just saw Beard Vet, well, and I was like, beard. I'll check out the beard beard oil, and then well, I they sent us so much stuff, man, and I'm excited to have them on board. They're going to be yeah, sponsoring yeah. the show every great month, sponsor. so. Yeah, they're roasted in the heart of America, Omaha, Nebraska. Traditional and unique flavors in ground, whole bean, or grunt cups, K-cups, and beard kits. They select a veterans charity as well every month, and they give back. And Sean is a Marine, the founder, DAV lifetime member, an equestrian helper. His wife, Amy, is a trainer. And I know one of the charities they've given back to is the 14th Hour Foundation. Yeah, they do. They support, and they're doing stuff for Memorial Day, uh, obviously, because of of their... Uh, their relationship with the military 
um, I am with uh, Sean B and Marine. So guys do support them. And I, they're, they're the other brand they had, their coffee was outstanding. Um, I I'm, can't wait to try this one. Actually, I'll be drinking it during the show. And, and do check those guys out and, and help. And the K-Cups. Hey, Sean, I need some K-Cups, man. Send me the K-Cups because I'm in a hurry a lot. So I got to get that. <laughs> and I can't wait to try their K-Cups. So that is, that, you know, that, that puts them at another level too. Having the ability to have packaging like that with us on the go podcasters. I guess that's what we call ourselves now, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah. yeah, guys, tremendous company here in the Midwest. And uh, and you're supporting, of obviously supporting a veteran family with uh, with Sean and his wife. So tremendous group, great guy, yep. great guy, check, great people. Check them out, guys, beardvet.com. They also have a huge Twitter following. So check them out on Twitter, at beard underscore vet. They're also on Instagram, at team beard vet on Instagram. But uh, go to the link in the, in the description right now, beardvet.com. Yeah. From Omaha, Nebraska to New York City, from planet Earth to extraterrestrial life in space, a podcast with no equal, engaged in unconventional warfare through your speakers and headphones. This is a show about embracing the suck, conquering your demons, and finding God in the face of adversity. Chris Tonto Peranto. Switch is on. Motherfucker, I'm going to shoot you in the face. Ian Scotto. You know, Ian and I have been dating for a long time. You are now tuned into the Battle Line Podcast. Which is on Battleline Podcast, and uh, we're very excited to be honoring guys on this Memorial Day, of course, and to talk about that with Renee Nickel. But unfortunately, I think the first thing we have to cover, and it would be, it it would be crazy not to cover. I mean, originally, you and I were talking about what we'd cover on the show, and yeah, crazy stuff going on with private police forces for like the World yeah. Economic Forum and all different things. But I, <laughs> yeah. I figured. To, to ignore the biggest piece of news and cover that stuff would really be a disservice because we talk about what's going on in the culture, what's going on in guns, whether it's positive, whether it's a good guy taking down a gunman story, yeah, or it's a story like this, which is as tragic as it possibly could get. Yeah, I, and I, I'm sure the politicians, and even I'm sure I'll be asked to weigh in in some format here or there about the second amendment and guns and the importance of guns because, uh, and also the, the, you see the atrocities guns can cause. Now I shouldn't say guns cause it. People cause it. Guns is, a, is an inanimate object, but that being said, I'd rather not get into that at least right now. Maybe we'll get it down in the show. It's just, I, yeah, it's, I agree. It's, it's kids. It's, it's, and, and having seen and personally experienced the death of children, uh, I, I, it, I can't fathom that. I, I can't fathom somebody low enough, somebody disgusting enough. I don't care what age you are. His age has nothing to do with it, that you would find it okay to go kill kids. Kids are, kids are, they're, they're innocent. They're angels. They're saints. They really are. They are the best of us. And 
a person or a monster or thing to take that away, I, I just, I can't, it just doesn't register in my head. And being, again, involved with that personally with seeing a little girl blown up with a, somebody that was trying to attack us, um, I, I still, even even in a war-torn country, I, I couldn't understand it there. And in this country, obviously, it's not war-torn as much as people want to say it is on social media. It's not. Um, it, it, it makes no sense to me, and it's just disgusting. And I, I do think that, I, I do think that God... It, it, we need to bring more God back into, into our country. And we, and I, we had to talk about this with social media and less, it may, it may hurt us, but I'm okay with that. If there's a positive effect of getting, stopping these kind of things, less social media out there. But um, maybe that's a discussion you have when we do our, our Instagram live or somebody asks us that a question. So we don't monopolize that and turn it in where, which eventually will turn into a political talk, even though we don't want it to. Um, but the you know just my end state is 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 social media doesn't help and and I think bringing God back into the schools will but yeah that that's my my take on it but in the end God bless your your families out there I can't even imagine being a father myself of of young children I, I, that is one thing I've I've seen and dealt a lot through a lot of stuff gone through a lot of stuff in my life um and not saying that's that's a that's a badge of honor or not I'm just saying I have that is something I hope you know, I, I never have to go through because I, I don't know how I would handle that. And I, I see myself as a pretty strong person and um, I just can't imagine. So you parents out there, grandparents, friends, family, uh, caretakers, if you if you were, you know, if they were stepchildren of yours, you loved them just as much. I know you did. Um, I'm sorry. And and I, I wish you, you know, nothing but but just peace and understanding if that's even a possibility. But but God bless y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what, what else really can be said. And also just the fact that I, I don't know how this has become the new normal in America because it wasn't always. And, and um, you know, guns, and, and I don't want to get into the politics of it, but guns haven't changed that much from when I was a child to now. No, I, but somehow yeah. the culture has changed because I could say gr growing up in the 90s, this never happened. This did not happen until Columbine. This was pretty much unheard of until then. Yeah. And you just have to wonder what has happened, because I think no matter what legislation politicians want to talk about, whether it's yeah. having higher security or having less guns, I, I think the root of the problem is is something deeply evil in the culture, because it takes a deeply evil person to do what these people yeah. are doing, to shoot up children in the case of this guy, to shoot his and kill his own grandmother uh, I mean, this goes beyond anything regarding gun control or security or anything. It does. It does. It, it, and, uh, you know, I, I, I said it, you know, I was, I was on a, and I, and actually I, I did like being on her show. I, you know, she, I, she's extremely more right than I am. Uh, Holly, definitely Holly out there, but um, talking about it. And, and I, I said it on her show, if I was going to go back and get my PhD, which maybe I will one of these days, who knows? I, I would love to do a study on that to see the correlation of when that, like just what you're saying, when did the culture change? Cause uh, there's always mitigating. I mean, Columbine night with 1999. And, and you know, and, 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 you know, we saw a lot of that, that they, we did the social media wasn't what it was then, but they still but the, but recorded the 24 all the news media. The 24 seven news media started around that. that. That is. And they did. And they remember they had their videos that you see those ominous videos yeah. that they posted of themselves. Cause they knew they would get out. Um, I, I do 
my opinion, and it's just my opinion, I do see a correlation. You're right in the 24-7 news cycle, in the ability now with social media to get it out there. I I, I asked you when we when you texted me that, I said, did he post anything on social media? Because I didn't know. Um, I did do some research. Oh, me, silliness. I did some research. He did. He was sending social media stuff out of, of before it happened uh, to just to a person on Instagram that he didn't even know. It was some. I saw that. And it, so, uh, yeah, I, I to say that there isn't a correlation, a correlation between social media and these things or the 24 hour news cycle, 24 seven news cycle, the ability to get out, sensationalize this and. And I guess, I don't know, make them feel like an evil hero, make them seem like they're the Joker or, you know, something like that, that you'd see on a, on a DC or Marvel, um, Marvel universe sort of era. I, I see a correlation there. And for politicians to, to not talk about that and just talk about guns or no guns, they're missing, they're missing the big picture. But maybe that's the point. They don't want to talk about it because. Social media definitely does benefit politicians more than anything in this world. And, and social media definitely benefits the news. Um, but but I, I'm with you. I feel you. I, I, I'm glad you said that because you're, you're spot on. You're, you're right on. And I agree with you. You are, you are as well. I mean, there's, there's also two other parts of this story that I think um, we need to bring out that are actually kind of breaking as we're recording this. So we're recording on Thursday. So these are things that I just saw basically okay. One of them I saw, and I don't know if you've seen this yet. I saw their video originally posted by, and I'll, I'll mention him. Uh, I don't think he originally put it up, but he found it and reposted it. Spike Cohen, who is the libertarian uh, vice presidential candidate. So there's, and I need to see more context to this video. And I don't know if you've seen it, but no. there is video of probably, I'd say around eight police officers as this is all going on, as this shooting is happening for 40 minutes around the parents who, who are, want to get in the building and save their kids. You, these police officers are all armed and they seem to be, I hate to say it, more concerned with making sure these parents don't get in the building, which I know you can't do. But how did this go on for 40 minutes without these police officers, their first priority yeah. being entering the building and taking down the gunman? And I do know the gunman was uh, barricading himself in a space that was meant to be, I guess you would say, a, a safe space for people during an active shooter. But I, I, there was even a, a detaining of a parent, and that's on video, a detaining of a parent who's just distraught that their kid is in that building. And I don't know why that was the priority over getting yeah. the hell in that building and taking down the gunman for 40 uh, minutes. I don't know how this goes on for four around. I think it's around that. I don't know if I'm exact, but it's somewhere around that amount of time. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. And I'll, I, as uh, you know, being a person that is a tactician i am i you know as far as with with tactics firearms and tactics i mean sh should i teach that i've been doing that yeah. for years um i don't know either um uh, i i can assume but you know what we happen when we assume we make you know you guys know yeah i agree i agree um, i don't know uh, the full context but yeah seeing I, it, I, it's outrageous yeah I, I i would say so i i you know and as a parent myself and a parent that has the ability to to clear my own rooms <laughs> if i need to um if I was that parent, I, that would I, I would be going in. I, I'd be the same. Hey, I'm going in. You fuck, fuck you. Get out of my way. You're either coming with me or get out of my way. You know, you're you're part of the problem if you're not going to help. Um, that being said, you know maybe there was already teams in there, and if there was already and, and I'm this is the positive. This is I'm trying to play the devil's yeah. advocate here. If there are already teams in there clearing, um, then. Now you become another, you've added another variable to this that you don't need to be in there yes. because they don't know if you're friend or foe. Um, and that is, and as a parent or someone that maybe not, doesn't have the training 
to even j just try to elicit a response if you go into that building um, and say, hey, I'm not uh, I'm, I'm giving command. We would say blue. Uh, blue would be something that 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 generally that's a that's a known to most blue or friendly or something like that. But still, though, you're going into there um, and who knows how how really apt the teams are. Who knows how good they are? How much have they trained? I, you know, I've seen training law enforcement and training Air Force, some Air Force special ops, never trained any Army special ops guys, except for guys that have gotten out, that have come through courses as civilians. Um, a lot of teams out there in the law enforcement world, and I know they're getting better, a lot better. They're still, they don't do this regularly, especially in a small town. Their, their TAC teams are not the same tech team you would see in Chicago or the same tech team you'd see in Miami or the FBI HR, you know, hostage response team. They're not that, not because they can't be, it's just because they don't train like that. They don't have the money to train that way, like that. So sending a variable like that in there with people that haven't trained enough on it, their, their emotions and their adrenaline is already spiking. Uh, they may not be thinking clearly. There may be a bad shoot. Again, that is a possibility. If there was nobody in there and nothing was going on, like the resource officer that didn't respond in Florida, which, you know, I, I, hey, I, I, yeah, that whether you, I'm not pounding on him, I'm just saying he just, he just was wrong on a black and white scale. He was sure. wrong. Um, then on a black and white scale, they were wrong. They're wrong. You get in there, you get in there, the plan be damned. You know, there is a plan, but at times, and this is what we've always learned, and I tell you, the SEALs, the, the Marines, the Rangers, the unit guys will tell you the same thing. Sometimes you, you just have to go. You have to have your standard operating procedures that you follow. Basically, there are standards that you're going to do regardless. But then in the end, it's like, fuck it. And, I, and you guys will say, it, fuck it. Enough planning. Let's go. And you just got to go. And, and then you have to, you have to, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in what you've been trained in doing. You have to believe in the person next to you. But in the end, you just got to keep moving forward. We call it finding work. You got to keep finding work. You got to keep moving forward, find work. When this room is cleared, find some more work. Where's another door? Go to it. All right. Get in that room, find work. Where's the place they could be hiding? Let's go find it. And you just continually keep moving forward until that thing is cleared. And that's, that's generally what it is. In this case, this finding work they were doing as far as detaining parents, again, if there was a team in there, I can understand it because you don't want to floor, throw more variables in there, especially variables that you don't you've never worked with before, which would be apparent. And they're but, not armed. No and they're not. Yeah. yeah, yeah and the, but um, if 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 there wasn't, then, yeah, they, the, the work they were finding was the wrong work and they needed to get it in there. But let's not beat them up yet. I don't want to beat. beat yeah, I know. I agree. I just seeing the video, at least this morning, I said, what? This doesn't look good is all that I all that I felt. And it, um, it, it, it does. You're right. It, it, I haven't seen a picture. Something like that definitely doesn't look good. And it's, it's children. John 15, 13, you know. Love is no greater than this that a man laid down his life for his friend. I think that goes up a thousand percent when that friend is a, is a child. You you yeah. put your life on the line for any child because they're they're, they're the best of us. I I really believe that. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I, I will say on that note, though, that thank God for the Border Patrol agent who did go in there, who um, was highly trained, who who took down the gunmen. So was it real? Yeah. I didn't know that. Was it abort? Abort? Yeah. I, my one of my. Uh, uh, wow, I tell you what, and I always tell Rangers and guys going getting out of the military that want to go into a federal law enforcement, they want to go into a tech team. Rangers go to Bortech, the Bortech teams, the Border Tactical sure. teams. And, and uh, yeah, the, the supervisor there, one of the old, he might have retired now. I was his old team leader. We were Rangers together in, in a squad. He actually took down one of the uh, 
I, where there was, remember back in the East coast, it may have been 10 years ago that, uh, that they had two of the, the, there were two guys that escaped from one of the penitentiaries out there and they were chasing them down and, and one of them got killed. They were hiding in the woods. Um, that was, the, he's now a supervisor. That was my buddy. I, I can't, I'm, I'm not supposed to say his name uh, because, but, but <laughs> okay. yeah, I will say, but uh, uh, yeah, he took that guy out when he was a junior. Bortac. I mean, that's how, that's how talented the Bortac teams are. They don't just work on the border. They actually go out and do other missions and he, they were part of hunting, doing that manhunt of the two killers that escaped from a penitentiary 10 to 11 years ago out in the Northeast. But anyway, those guys are good at what they do. The border attack teams are extremely talented, extremely trained. And I wouldn't have surprised me if he went in there on his own and got it done because that's what they do there. So any of you guys right, out there. Could, could you get, stop clicking your pen? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm not it's getting okay. all amped up. Okay. I, can't, I can't even, I can't even hear it. Keep going. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But I appreciate it. But, um, Guys, so any of you guys that are getting we're kind of switching gears, any of you young bucks that are deciding to leave the military and want to join a TAC team or get in the law enforcement on the federal side, and you think the FBI HR team is HRT, the hazard response team, is the only good TAC team out there. Um, and of course, the marshals have their SOC, SOG team and so forth. The Border Patrol, the Board TAC team, that may be something you guys want to look at because they are. They are good and they're, but their indoctrination process is their tryouts are extremely hard. So yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah, kudos to that board, whoever the border patrol agent was good on you, man. Outstanding job. Yeah. Great job. And, and then, as I said, there were two pieces of news. The, the last piece of news I wanted to mention, which is actually kind of close to people that you work with. And I don't know if you saw this, this just broke this morning. No. Um, so Daniel defense, who was the maker of the weapon that was used, has abruptly decided that they are going to be pull out, pulling out of the NRA convention taking place in Texas. Um, I I personally understand that. I understand why you would do that. Uh, it's, pro it's probably not so much that you're not open to discussing these, this type of thing, but right now this is just highly sensitive, and I could see this them saying, let's take a step back and, and let's not be there because it yeah. might just not be in good taste right now. Well, and, you know, Daniel Defense, I, I had issues with Daniel Defense in the beginning when they were big on the, the government contracts, because not because of their, their customer service or the people there. They're very ethical, very good company. They are. They're, I know them. I know people. I know they're, I know and I've worked and met with their head guys and they, you know, their marketing guy was at our copper yes. ticket. Yeah, that's why I mentioned. I mean, we yeah. were using their, their guns their, on Their range. weapons. So for them to make a decision, I, yeah, I don't see it as a being, oh my gosh, this is going to be a public relation nightmare. It's going to be a public relation nightmare for anybody at the NRA convention right now, just, just Daniel Defense. I do think see this as being an ethical decision. I do believe they have ethics, very good ethics at Daniel Defense. I'd love to work with them again. Um, you know, but, and their quality, you know, as quality of the product, they have great, great products. Um, but um I, I, I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy. I'm glad they, they're doing this. I, I'm actually that shows that they care. I, I think a lot of times the people in the gun community, the Second Amendment, the NRA, especially they go and I, I don't blame them. They go on extreme defensive, but it shows they lose the, 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 the relationship. They lose the personality. They become robots and they're just going on the defensive instead of, you know, showing some some feelings, some some emotions, not saying they don't have them, but. But I, I understand that because they get attacked. I mean, they're getting hammered, I'm sure, right now from the from the leftists and the, the gun grabbing people. But doing this to me, at least Daniel Defense is showing some emotion, which a gun, which we should in the gun community, especially in the gun community that we know the dangers of of guns. Um, you should show emotions because some kids died. And, you know, so I, 
I think this is that's not a bad thing, bro. I, I, yeah. I think that's a, that's a that's a good decision, and it's a good decision with their company and their ethics they have in their company. It shows ethics to me. At least that's do what you I'm think, saying. Do you think due to the timing, the NRA should just stop the convention or at least not have it in Texas? I know as much as I may not be a fan of the guy, and neither are you, and and of course <laughs> don't agree with him running into the press conference. But Beto O'Rourke saying that the yeah. NRA convention should not happen in Texas. The fact that timing is just very bad, and I think it could just show some compassion to say, let's move this to another time. Uh, well, you know, know. It, it comes down to, to money. It really does come down. I think there's so much money. If you've never been to an NRA convention, you've been to SHOT Show. Sure. That's about the same. It's about that size. So to say we're not having it this week with all these people, all these vendors. And the NRA convention is very, in comparison to SHOT Show, it's very family-oriented. It's extremely family. You have kids. You have yeah, but that's the yeah. problem. I mean, should you be putting money first in a in a week like this? No, you should. Why not? No, you why should. not move it? Why not just move you, it to? It? And 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 look, I don't think they should be on the defensive. The gun owners are not at all responsible no. for what happened. Of course not. But I'm just saying the same thing you're saying: public relations, yeah. messaging. It just doesn't look great. In a perfect world where they could, I just don't think they could actually logistically do it and push it and. But yes, they should. Yes, should we should we at least postpone it for a week? If they could postpone it for a week, I think that would at least show some integrity, some emotion, some ethics. Um, but in our world of money, I, I don't see them doing it. But yes, I, yeah, they should. Is it going to happen? No, probably yeah. not. Um, but you're right, bro. I, I, uh, you better work. Shut your mouth. Just be quiet. You kid jumping in already. Just shut up. But on, on that side of the house, being somebody that is in the two A community that doesn't hate guns, that knows that guns also save lives. Of course. I've used them to save lives. Um, speaking on that, yeah, they should push it a week. They should push it. They should do something. Just show some form of we understand. And I think that would be something that could be possible, um, even in the line of, of big corporate you know, America and money and it, we, yeah. America, the, we're about the only unfortunate thing is it's like pushing it a week right now. These past three weeks, we've seen mass shootings every week and something needs to change. I don't know what it is. I, I don't, I'm not going to pretend I have all the solutions. I certainly don't, but I mean, two weeks ago, we were covering the Brooklyn shooting. Then a week ago is the Buffalo shooting. Now it's this, and uh, and I, it's just it, it, this is not a good time uh, in America. Is all yeah. I can say. I I would uh, and I would love to see not just if the NRA pushes their show or or moves it, you know, or cancels it or whatever. I would also love to see social media people come out. They never do. You know, that's one thing we don't talk about. You never see the social media giants come out and say, you know what, we had a responsibility in this too, because they really, I think honestly, they believe they do not and. They do. They have a huge responsibility in this because of every time something like this happened, there is a post. And, you know, the news would be good to come out like, hey, yeah, they no, have a responsibility just, in this too. It makes too much money for the 24-7 news networks, of course. We it's all, all know. It's, you know, always, so, it's always but, about money, man. Always. Damn, yeah. Well, well, with that, you know, we're going to talk about Memorial Day and someone who we're definitely going to honor on this Memorial Day. And we're going to have Sean like on soon is Glenn Bub Doherty. Definitely a yeah. guy who should be celebrated for Memorial Day. Um, and Bub's Naturals gives back. They give 10 percent of all proceeds of all profits to the Glenn Doherty Memorial Foundation. And for those who don't know Bub, Bub was an adventure seeker, a river guide, skier, Ironman competitor, fitness fanatic, chef. Gardener, handyman, and epic storyteller. 
a national hero and a Navy SEAL who saved lives and was always the life of the party and became a best friend to all who knew him. That spirit lives on within each of us. And they put out great products. I actually have a shipment coming right now because I've run out of everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, of, I'm, about uh, run, I'm running low on mine right now. Yeah, you're right. Of, uh, yeah, collagen protein. It's something I use all the time post-workout. Yeah. It's something I like to use, too, if I'm not in the mood to have, like, an entire meal. It's a great post-workout yeah. recovery that's really light, but you're getting the protein that you need, the collagen protein. Their MCT oil powders excellent, as yeah. well as their apple cider vinegar gummies. Yeah. And, and you can read about the benefits of all this stuff, not only on the site, but... I mean, if you Google the benefits just from objective sources of collagen, of MCT oil powder, of apple cider vinegar, there's a ton of great health benefits to each of them. Yeah. So uh, check them out, guys, and support a great cause. BubsNaturals.com, promo code BATTLELINE for 20% off. Once again, BubsNaturals.com, promo code BATTLELINE for 20% off. And as always, this show is sponsored by our friends at Fort Scott Munitions. And to switch things up a little bit with uh, the usual details I go in, uh, in light of the same things we've been talking about, uh, I could say that if you go to a course at the Fort Scott range uh, with the battle line tactical instructors like yourself, you guys are going to put safety first and, and you guys put it there on the line so that in situations like these, you want someone to be prepared to hopefully save people during situations. Well, like and that's these. the thing. We have a, the course coming up in July with Mike Ritchie, who is a tremendous medic, Navy corpsman. That's also one day room clearing course. I, I, and if you're a guys, if, you, if you're a teacher and we've done this before and we always have done this is if you're a teacher and we have courses like this, you come for free. Right? We don't charge you a dime. So if you're a local teacher, I, my teacher, you know, where my kids go to school, the teachers are armed. There are, are some armed teachers. In fact, I've trained a couple of them. So uh, but that being said, if you are a teacher, especially locally here in Kansas, where I'm at, um, you're welcome to come for free. I want to train you. And that's that's what this course really is. It's home defense, one room, one person room clearing is what it is. And it's for, God forbid you have to be in a situation, but you, you at least need to be prepared. So yes, please. If you're a teacher, you're always welcome to come to courses, the, the, the room clearing CQB type courses that we have. And the, we're doing, of course, Stop the Bleed course, which is the day before. So come on, yep. we, we want you here. And, and I've always offered that up to teachers and, and educators. My mom was a teacher. She was my first grade teacher. So I have a special love for, for, for teachers and what they do. And, and especially now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we want you to come. So we, you are prepared and trained at least have some knowledge, at least an understanding of what could happen. And maybe you continue with your training on down the line, like the teachers at my kid's school that have continued to train and are very, capable uh and I'm, I'm glad they're there that was i'm glad they're there armed they are but that's it we're, we're, we'll go down that rabbit hole later as far as arm not armed uh, that's a whole nother podcast brother you yeah. know that but yeah and, and I as always you mention that yeah no as always if you go to a, a course at fort scott you're going to be shooting with fort scott munitions and it's just an yeah. all-around great family the craft yeah. family who runs everything is excellent i had a great time there and, uh, and guys who really know their stuff will tell you this is the best ammo out there. So Fort Scott Munitions is available throughout privately owned businesses in all 50 states. You go right on the site, you click on the dealer locator, you're going to find something right by you no matter what state you're in. FortScottMunitions.com. Use the exclusive promo code BATTLELINE on any of their merch on the site. They have great t-shirts that I wear all the time. Yeah. Just great merch in general, <laughs> great hats. So, uh, yeah, use the promo code BATTLELINE for 15% off at FortScottMunitions.com. That's FortScottMunitions.com. Link is right there in the description. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, Battleline Tactical, and 
this podcast right here, the Battle Line Podcast. So joining us, not for the first time, for the second time on Battle Line Podcast is Renee Nickel, author of Always My Hero, a sister's inspiring story of love, sacrifice, and hope about her brother, Marine Corps Major Samuel Griffith. The foreword was done by Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. The book's been out a long time. I mean, I spoke to you for the first time years ago, and we want to get into some stuff with the VA, but I, I figured like really no better time to have you on than a show that's going off on Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. before we even get into anything, you know what I was thinking? The last time we had you on, which is probably like a year and a half ago, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. you were speaking about converting the book into a big screen adaptation. Yeah. And I was yeah, wondering what the status of that. Actually, did you, okay, hold on. Did you send me an email a while back about, about like doing that? Because I, I, if you did, I'm sorry if I didn't respond. Cause I get crazy with every, I, I, and I'm, I'm remembering it, but maybe I dreamed that. Did, 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 did. I may have, I sent a lot of people email. Okay. All right. All right. So All right. Just, I, I just want to let have, you, okay. I'm sorry if I didn't respond. Krasinski, so, you know. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't have any relationship with, I mean, shit. I don't even talk to no. Pablo that much anymore, even I, though I, we're still friends and we just don't, don't chat. No, we, I make jokes with. I make jokes that he's probably too old at this point now, but he you know. he, has, he he may I seen the Doctor Strange though, which it was all right. Disney yeah, still, Disney still had to throw their little wokeness in there, which I like or whatever. But he he was a, he was who's the from 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 Fantastic Four? He was okay. The, yeah, he he played the because in the future. I'm, spoiler alert on Doctor Strange. They go to the future, it's multi universe Doctor, and um and, and this league now Captain America is the British, the British girl that was on first Captain America and, and their, their league is professor X from the X-Men is there. And, but John Krasinski is the last, guy, the last, man on the fantastic okay. job. And he looked, well, he looked young. He was, he was still young. He still they can do young. digital, you know, sure. they can, yeah. You, yeah. they can yeah. age people yeah. So yeah. or, or reduce age, I guess. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, I've been working on the screenplay for about 18 months. And I mean, it's gone, it's gone through so many rewrites. And um, I finally, I collaborated with an Air Force veteran. He writes screenplays. And um, he did a lot of the, um, you know, the military scenes for me. And um, and then uh, literally over the last couple of days, I've, I've finished it up. I mean, this morning, oh, wow. I, I did the final edits and sent it to a couple of people. Why did it get, um, I had no idea. Eight- yeah, how come 18? I mean, ours really, in our cases, it was written once by Chuck Hogan, who uh-huh. tremendous right, great and tremendous writer. He's done a lot of stuff. All, but we did it. We did one read. And during that read, we did the rewrites. And that was it. I mean, we didn't do yeah. 18. I, it was like done. OK, we're good. Why, why is so many? Um, because, well, one, I don't have a lot of experience being a screenwriter. This is my first one. So I've but had it's still to, yours. You, you it's still mine. I, yeah. Yours. So I've been doing all the rewrites because okay. it's important. Yeah. I mean, it's really important that I get it right, you know, okay. and do Sam justice. And so it's been me just being nitpicky over, Got over it. things. Okay. And all right. it's um, OCD. It's hard to you're... release it. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really hard to release that and send it to people, you know, because sure. it's, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that went into that. So, of, of, of course, but, I, you know, that's, I, I just thought maybe it was a, some Hollywood or somebody that oh, no, no, no. want to be saying, no, we got to change this and this and this like, Whoa, wait a second. This is yours. Don't you ain't changing nothing. Um, no. And I've, I've had a, like a, like a standing, you know, pitch meeting open for me since like, I don't know, December of 20, 
I don't wait. What year is it? So, so for the last 18 months and, you know, and I'll call up a friend of mine who actually flew with Sam, you know, I'll call him up and I'll be like, I'm ready for that meeting. And then I rescind it. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not ready. And so I think I'm, I sent him an email this morning. I think I'm, I'm ready to, to, um, to get it out there. Now, if you, so. you have a, and this, you know, this helps. There's a lot of veterans out there that I know have hit me up on, uh, or hit the show up or hit our, my email up where Jeremy Mitchell, who runs pretty much our website answers emails where they, uh, they're asking about doing movies and so forth. This would help them. You know, you've got this far. Do you have a production company ready? And if so, how did you get into and find a production company to start making the movie? Are you going to do it independently or, what, what are you, what are you doing? This has helped a lot of veterans out this. Listen to this oh, guys, yeah. because I don't have answers for you. Ours was, we were very lucky. I mean, ours was set in stone from the beginning. We didn't have, yeah. and we had a very big production company do it. So, um, but yeah, how do, how are you, how is that going? You've got the, got that now. How's it going to get made? Yeah. So the next goal is to pitch it to a, um, a Hollywood company. exec. Okay. So, um, but you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And, um, it, my husband and I actually started a production company ourselves, uh, nice. this year could, because cool. we want to, we want to be in on the creative process the whole time. Oh, yeah. Like we don't want to yeah. just sell our story. Yeah. So, um, so we started a production company and then, um, we already have, uh, our, our next project. We want to do a, um, a documentary on the fourth Anglico the, the okay. unit that my brother was killed with because you know a lot of people don't know about anglico marines you know and they're mm. they're just a very specialized group of guys and um so i have a lot of people excited about that you know because okay. nothing's ever been done about anglico the move there's never been movies done about anglico no. so really this is a um this is a very unique project which you know sort of gives me the upper hand in this case but um i would love to to make stories about veterans and what they've been through and well, then you're the production company. There you go. Here, hit up Renee. She, she's the production yeah. company. Right I there. just need lots of money. <laughs> that, 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 that definitely helps. Um, so, you, how, how do you get in front of the 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 Hollywood? That's not easy to do, do either. You just can't. I know you can just call. No, you can't just call a Hollywood exec or call a Hollywood studio and say, "Hey, we want a meeting with you to pitch." Yeah, how are you getting connections? You okay. It's been connections from people who knew Sam. Okay. So um, I, I've had you know, since the book has been released, um, you know, I've had people just find me and, you know, I've had some, some posts on LinkedIn, sure. uh, go viral. And I mean, at least once or twice a week, um, I have people contacting me, Hey, I served with your brother. He made such an impact in my life. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is, it's so overwhelming. It's like, I wish I could take all of the stories that I'm getting and put it into the movie, but you know, sure. I have a, I have 114 minutes. So, um, you know, it's just, it's really, really been incredible that everybody who has helped me along the way has known Sam. And I, I, it just blows my mind how, what an impact he made. And he probably didn't even know, you know, yeah. he just. Yeah. And, and yeah. I should mention, so. I mean, when you talk about like doing everything independent, just the book itself. I mean, you did the book all on your own. You didn't have anyone um, you know, helping you really along the way in terms of yeah. like a company getting this thing out there. And yet it was massively successful. I mean, I was just looking to make sure I had this right. Over a hundred five-star reviews on Amazon, getting someone like Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, who everyone knows to do the forward for the book. 
and the book has had a positive impact. And and in terms of that, with the with the book itself, I think you know we got into the story of your brother. If people want to listen back on the episode, mm-hmm. but, I mean, what, what does this day mean in particular to you? What does Memorial Day mean, and and how should people honor this day? I mean, is it okay to celebrate on a day like Memorial Day? How how do you feel about all that? Yeah, I I've really struggled with this over the over the years. I think. Um, in the beginning, when I was really, really raw, um, I was really angry about this day. And, and then I really, you know, had to think about, um, what would Sam want? What, why did he die? Why did he go to war? And, you know, I don't think Sam would begrudge anybody who decided to celebrate, uh, Memorial Day weekend with their family. Um, that's, that's what they sacrificed their lives for, for that freedom, Um, you know, the one thing I talk about with, you know, my mom and other gold star families is the verbiage of happy Memorial day. You know, it's like going to a funeral and saying happy funeral day. You know, it's, it's a day of, um, just reflection and it's, it's really, really hard. You know, I, I texted my mom yesterday morning and she said, I'm just so irritable and, and sad. And she said, "I, I couldn't really um, pinpoint why. And I've been the same way. And sometimes these days approach and you don't even realize that, um, you know, you're, you're kind of going through something and then you're like, Oh yeah, this, this date is coming up. Your your brain knows. Um, so, you know, I, I want people to go out boating and, and spend that time with their family. People work hard, you know, for a day off. Um, I just want them to think about why they have that day off. You know, and that's, 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 that's and by saying that, I, you know, keep reminding and that's okay. Just got to keep reminding and, and, yeah. and reminding those out there. And I agree. I, I, I agree. I, I know buddies that have passed would be kicking me in my ass for like, why are you laying down? Not doing anything. I'm yeah. a get your ass up and go have a beer. I mean, that's how it would be. Really, I think, right. And I know that's how your husband would be too. It's like, shut up, quit your whining, get up and go have a beer and shut up. Get out of And, yeah. and, and really, I, I want people to think that way because that, that that is i really feel that is that is how they are their their spirits are around us mm-hmm. going stop stop whining stop crying i didn't die for nothing get at your ass yeah. up and 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 yeah. i think bubs that same way too same with roan same with you know where we lost uh, we lost putty you know in, in sulemania and and other but I, that is a good way of thinking because you're right. It, it is. You're, you're spot on. Uh, and it, it, I want you to know that, that that way of thinking is, is how it should be. And um, I don't begrudge people and, and nobody's in, in retrospect, you know, looking back where we say happy Memorial day, you talked about that. Nobody has ever said happy Memorial day to me. That being said, if somebody did, I, I wouldn't be mad at them if they didn't know I would correct them. But yeah, it, it's just like they didn't know yeah. they're, they're, they're thinking this is what needs to be said, because that's what we say on Correct. Remembrance Holidays. But it, 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 and that was the one time correction. Now, if somebody said it as a joke or trying to be funny, you, you punch them in their nose and say, OK, don't yeah. do that. But 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 you're hey, right. I was I. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was I was just going to say, you know, I was I was ignorant once, too. I mean, before my brother died, I. You know, we celebrated our three day weekend and, and, you know, I mean, even being a part of a military family, I didn't even know what a gold star family was until I got a gold star pin in the mail. And I was like, what is this? You know, I didn't even know there was, um, I didn't even know gold star families had a label. 
Um, you know, it, it's just, I, and I, and I, and I was thinking, I was like, how, how was I a military spouse for 10 years? And I didn't even know what a gold star family was, you know? And so I, I don't, you just, you just got to give people you grace, just, you know, they don't know yeah. what they don't know. And that's, that's the way, give people grace. That's a, yeah, that's a beautiful statement right there. And just saying that. And now that being said, you're a Marine, you know, you were a spouse for a Marine. How did you not know every rule in the Marine? Uh, Air Force. Oh, it was Air Force. Okay. I was like, I thought it was a Marine. I go, go. Yeah. It's like, okay, that makes sense. No, you're talking about a brother. brother Oh, your brother. Okay. Your brother. I I always get confused. They're everywhere. We got brothers. (laughs) We got husbands. We got, but. Still though, how did you not? You have a marine in the family. How do you not know every every rule that should be known? That marines are spot on, knife handle in every rule. I know. I mean, I still have to get corrected on acronyms, and (laughs) I'm like, they need like an acronym book so that I can just go through, Um, you know. And I I had the same issue as a. Thank God I had so many helping me. There you go. Yeah, That's I, it. I had the same issue as a civilian when, you know, I first started with soft rep radio. I mean, I didn't understand that special operations was, you know, the branch of everything and yeah. special forces was a part of the army. I think we, we talked and, about that on when I came on one of the shows when you were running soft rep radio. We did discuss that. I, I don't know, but I mean, we I just, I, I mean, I think everybody, when they think special forces, they think of the same thing as special operations, unless they're in the know. So, yeah, there's there's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of acronyms to learn, a lot of different branches to learn, a lot of different special operations teams to learn. Um, but actually getting into the stuff with your husband, which yeah. was originally what you were speaking to me about. We did an Instagram live, but we were having a ton of connection issues. And, you know, I said, <laughs> I said, we'll bring you on the show yeah. at some point, hopefully Memorial Day. And I was glad we were able to make it happen. Um it's a weird thing because you hear some people on the show who have had great experiences with the VA. Yeah. And unfortunately it sounds like right now you are experiencing a horrible time with the VA due to what your husband is going through. So yeah, I think people would need to hear about it. Yeah. So, um, so my brother, my husband, uh, started the process in 2013 and, um, you know, he just started submitting claims and, and for, for what exactly then, for people been, who, I'm sorry, Renee, for people who are wondering, started the process for like what no, reason? No. Okay, so um, he was having some medical problems. Um, and I think at the time it was um, uh, knee, back, uh, you know, sleep apnea, uh, migraines. Um, oh my gosh, there's like a list of 22 conditions that, you know, in the beginning, I think it was he submitted for, you know, like 12 or 13. But since that time, um, they, you know, they put you on medications that mm-hmm. cause other problems yeah. and, and then they have conditions, there's conditions that cause other conditions. So like he has zero cartilage in his, he got a knee injury in Afghanistan. He now has bone on bone, which has caused his gait to be off. To so now shift. he has two herniated discs in his lower back. So at times he's like completely incapacitated, um, which causes numbness down his entire side and down his, from his shoulder, down his arm. So it's progressively gotten worse. And so he's, he was running like 15 miles a week, but now he's become sedentary because he's in chronic pain all the time. Mm -hmm. So there's other problems that have happened because of that. So um, he's just been getting denied, denied, denied. We finally just got, um, rated for 
he did get his knee, his back rated. We finally just got a rating for his heart condition, um, which he's going to need a heart surgery coming up for. And, um, I mean, that was, that was a battle, um, to get that, even though he, he was in, he was at the base ICU when his heart condition when it really so they um, they had record they had record of it actually on post so it was wow oh yeah so we it was a base ambulance that came and took him to the hospital he was in icu for three days and so he had to prove to them i mean and it took i don't know five years he had to prove to them that he was had orders on that weekend even though he was transferred by base ambulance and was in the ICU on base. And so it's been things like that. And, you know, we've had several different reps. We finally decided we were like, look, we're, we're just going to pay somebody to, um, to help us. You know, we're going to give them 20% of whatever you get and help us. And so that's been the last three years and nothing was happening. And so actually one of Sam's Marines called me up because I had, you know, vented on social media. And he said, you know, I fought the VA and I learned the system. And he said, I want to help you. And I said, well, we have this, this guy who's, you know, willing to take 20% of what we get, you know, but nothing's happening. He was like, well, nothing's happening for a reason. He was like, the longer he holds out and the more back pay you get, the bigger his 20% becomes. He said, of course it's taking forever. So he, we came up with a plan, um, actually last week, you know, he said there's, um, unfortunately the VA makes it so difficult that there has to be, um, you know, there has to be a link for everything. There has to be an Mm -hmm. order for the way things are submitted. Um, there has to be a particular verbiage when you go into the and when you go into the, the, the medical, um, examination with the VA, you have to say certain key words in order for them to, to even consider you to be rated. And like my, my husband went in for a psyche eval, um, a couple months ago and the, um, you know, he was just talking, he was talking about Afghanistan. He was talking about his issues with, um, depression and anxiety. And she, she asked him, she was like, have you ever had any marriage problems? And he was like, well, yeah, my wife and I separated back in 2004 he said, I was going through a, a lot of depression and, and we ended up reconciling and, and working through it. And when we got the letter back from the VA, it said depression caused by marital problems in 2004 has since resolved. Wow. I, so, Renee, can, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. Where can I ask you what part of the country are you at again? Where are you at again? I'm in uh, Huntsville, Alabama. And that's the Alabama. VA that you're going through is the Alabama VA. Wow. Okay. All right. No. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Those are, that's the one we're going down. He's having to drive an hour and a half to Birmingham for Birmingham. examinations or he has to drive. And, yeah. So, okay. you know, okay. it's, um, I feel, I feel hopeful now. I feel hopeful because we have somebody who really cares about our family who knows, you know, the that's lingo good. Yeah. because he's done it himself. Um, you know, I mean, he's created his own company, so, you know, he's totally legit. He helps veterans, And, um, you know, we're just, I, I'm just so frustrated because we're not the only ones. I mean, I talk to veterans all the time. I talk to veterans who say I submitted my paperwork and got 100% my first try. 
you yeah. know, or, or got rated, you know, immediately. And, but far more often I hear veterans who, I mean, major combat situations, uh, worse things than my husband and, you know, they have and to, they have to fight. Well, see, and that's, that's the sad thing is they, they're supposed to have these standard procedures, you know, check the boxes, but when it comes down to it, it, it comes down to be a subjective review, just like you had right. with the marriage. It, it doesn't make it. You have ones that are, and you really do. I, I was very lucky. I'm one of the good, I'm one of the ones as the success story, as far as the VA and I was in the Omaha VA, they actually, Omaha VA, very good. They do a very good job. Governor Ricketts yeah. actually makes sure that the Omaha VA does a very good job. Um, and I did, I, I, I but I, I remember the code words and stuff like that, but, but they did, it, it got through and it was, it was done. I didn't file it for six mm -hmm. years because I didn't feel like it was warranted because I hadn't lost a leg or anything like that. I felt like I should need to file because right. I still have all my appendages and they actually said, no, you filed, mm -hmm. they were made, but I, the Alabama, there, there's another gentleman, White Hawk is his name on, on Instagram and he follows us on everything. Um, I'm not gonna give his real name out there. He, he probably will he'll come on, but he's in Alabama too. And he says he's having the same issue. That's why I asked because mm. same issues that you're having. And he took pictures of his denials of everything that he's been denied for. And he's another one that served in Iraq and, and is going through a lot of issues right now. So I'm wondering is what's, what's up with the Alabama. You would think Alabama, when I think Alabama, I think very military supporter. There's a lot of bases down there. That's a huge, that's a yeah. South that, what, what do you think that is? Do you have, and I know you're giving us just your opinion, but this is two cases yeah. within a span of a week that I've seen that I know two people that are having issues with the Alabama VA. That's just as, that's, that's, that's odd to me, especially for Alabama, uh, New York. Okay. I get it. California. <laughs> maybe. But what's up with Alabama? We just do things a little slower down here. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, they, you guys need to speed up and start taking uh, care of your veterans because that's that's horseshit. <laughs> that is completely yeah. horseshit. But uh, well, and my my husband didn't even file until three, four, five, six, almost seven years after Afghanistan yeah. because he had sure. that same mentality. And then when this, when um, you know, our our current guy Marine who's helping us, he was like do you have this and this and this? And my husband's like, yeah, you know, thinking like, doesn't everybody? Yeah. And he's like, dude, like, yeah. that's not normal. Well, that's <laughs> and, the same, um, and same it's thing. Funny <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, we had no idea that all of these different things were symptoms, you know? And so it's, it's, uh, it's wild. And, I, and just, the crazy I don't know what's going on, but. Yeah, I was just going to say, and a crazy thing is, you see these stories pop up of the exact opposite things going on in, in the total opposite direction of guys getting money who shouldn't be getting money because I, I, you saw what task, I posted this past the, week. Is that the task and purpose, the, the weightlifter yeah, guy? Yeah, this guy, oh. I just pulled it up. I mean, this task and purpose article, yeah. uh, and I do love the headline, an army vet bodybuilder scammed the VA out of $245,000 while claiming oh. he couldn't even lift, bro. And uh, you'll see that this guy was a, putting up pictures on Instagram <laughs> of him lifting. And it's, yeah, it says that's a lesson that Zachary Barton, a 36-year-old Army veteran and bodybuilder from Florida, is learning the hard way. You can file a disability claim saying you can barely lift your arms and need a cane to get around, 
or you can post your games on Instagram, but you can't do both. So it says, yeah, Barton pleaded guilty in a West Palm Beach, Florida federal courtroom on May 19th to stealing $245,286 in VA benefits over over several years for his ailments. So something is very wrong when guys like these are getting literally hundreds of thousands of dollars out of the VA and your husband is getting no help at all. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, thankfully, you know, we have TRICARE, we have insurance, he gets taken care of, um, you know, he could go down to the VA hospital um, if he, it, you know, if he absolutely needed to, you know, and, and for us, it's not even about the money now. Now I'm just like, I just want to fight the system. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's the principality, Smokey. It's the principle. It's the principle. But, but you're, but you're right. Cause you should. And, and it, it just the the just the broad spectrum of those that get money and those don't, uh, you know, cases like this guy. And I think he was in Florida. That, was yeah, Florida? yeah, he was. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. West Palm Beach. I don't have to all you veterans out there that are scamming. This is what happens. though. Now you have other people out there that are now being hard nosed and, and going the extra mile the other way to make sure everything is denied because. I think sometimes yeah. it, I asked this lady or whoever that denied, you know, denied your husband. Does she think that you're scamming? And obviously there's something in there that she thought, nah, these people are trying to get over. Well, I, you know, that's, that's horseshit too. I, and so the, you veterans out there that are scamming, you're just hurting the ones that really need, need the help and need the money. And the, and, and yeah. you know, your case, you are very lucky, but I know Whitehawk, my buddy Whitehawk, he doesn't, he doesn't have the money. He needs, he needs that mm-hmm. assistance to help out. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, absolutely. And and a lot of veterans do. A lot yeah. of veterans need the medical care. I mean, health care is not cheap. No, you know? and, not uh, anymore. I mean, my husband, we have. Yeah, we have um, we have. Uh, um, we have TRICARE because he's still in the reserves. OK. And so, you know, if and and he's been on. Uh, with the reserves, he's been on no pay, no points for the last four years because the military lost his file. They haven't even they hadn't even wow. even sent it to the medical board for for medical retirement because it sat on somebody's desk for over two years. And they finally looked at it. They were like, they called around. They were like, "Who's Gentry Nickel?" And then they called him up, and he were like, "We were wondering whose file this is sitting on this desk for the last two years." And that was wow. two years ago. So, I mean, he hasn't gotten paid from the military since July of 2017 because of his heart condition. They just, like two months ago, um, it finally got in front of a two-star general, his, his file on his heart and what happened at Eglin Air Force Base, you know, in 20, I think 2011. Um, and he, he finally approved, yeah, his heart condition asserted during um drill weekend and he's had several episodes before he's had a heart surgery already for it that the military made him get and then um you know so now it finally gets to go to the medical board so now we're at the mercy of the medical board to say hey you know your husband's been in for 20 years but you haven't been accumulating retirement the last four years you missed promotion for major so we're going to decide whether or not we're going to pay, give you medical retirement, or wow. we might just kick you out and just can say they, thank you for your service. They could do so that. That's can what they, we're dealing with right now. Yeah, they can and they do can, that. And they can do that. I, that yeah. wasn't uh, no fault of your of your own. That is amazing. I, I, honestly, that's the first time I've heard of something like that. Where and they they could just oh, deny been, you. It's been a nightmare. 
Wow. Wow. That's, that's yeah. So if he gets kicked out with, um, if he gets, if he doesn't get medical retirement, then he'll lose all his health benefits and the last 20 years in service basically. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I hope he doesn't, you know, prayers to him that it comes out successful and hate to be at the mercy. Who is now, who is the Marine? Is it the Marine that's helping you, helping you guys right now? The, the one that you found, the the good one. Yeah. Do you want to give, yeah, he's a fourth Anglico Marine. Fourth Anglico Marine. Do you want to give his name out there for other people that if they want to look him up or anything, or should we just keep him quiet? I want to make sure we're doing it right. I, I asked him, I asked him and he, he's strictly word of mouth. Okay. Um, so I, I don't think he wants, he wants a lot of attention. He just, um, no he worries. just, you know, no, it's completely people understandable. Connect, if people want to contact me and yeah. So yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's, he, he, I was just going to say it's understandable. I mean, the amount of people on social media in every state I'm sure this guy has other things that he has to be doing. And and for every waking hour of yours to be devoted to helping families like this, you would get no sleep. I mean, that's why there are people out there like Carl Monger, who we had on, who gives his cell number out to say to, you know, any veteran thinking of doing harm to themselves, give me a call. But that's one in a million. I mean, I think there's very few people who are going to say, call me at 3 a.m. every night. You know, it takes a certain person who's who's really devoted to that. And that's a big commitment to make. Except you can call Renee. She just said, you can call her at 3 a.m. Anytime. (laughs) Email. Email me. Oh, I'm sorry. Email. Email. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, I uh, I gave my phone number to this Marine and and because because we were communicating through Instagram and, and Facebook and um and he was like you know this would be a lot easier to communicate with you and your husband if I had your phone number so I gave him my phone number and I said now don't abuse it so he said <laughs> no, I no, promise no, no 3 a.m. calls famous so. <laughs> la- you know how many times I've heard that famous last words from from a woman I gave my phone number to Marine. <laughs> That was it's over. <laughs> I, I, if I had a dollar, if I had a dollar, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I, it is, but it's not hilarious. It's hilarious now. Let's next time we'll have you on. We'll have to remember to ask you. Okay, how many times has this marine called you? At, at what hours? We'll just keep track of it. Keep that log to make sure. Uh, we but, communicate yeah. a lot. My, my he's helping us a lot. So good, good, good. No, that's good. that's great, and and God bless him, and and also God bless your brother and his service yeah. that he did to the country, and and um and people need to check out the book. Uh, Always my hero, a sister's inspiring story of love, sacrifice, and hope, which is once again about her brother, Marine Corps Major. You got it right there. I have it somewhere. I think I have it at my New York, you know, my parents' New York house. I don't have it here at my current apartment. Okay, tonight, but that's it. Always my hero about yeah Marine Corps Major Samuel Griffith, forward by Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, uh, at Renee underscore Nickel on Instagram. Um, and the book is available on paperback, Kindle, hardcover. Um, anything else that you want to get out there? I mean, as, especially as I said, it's Memorial Day. I'm sure there's other Gold Star families out there. I mean, we've had Gold sure. Star family members on. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if there's any other words of wisdom you want to put out there. Just that I'm, I'm thinking and praying for, for everybody. Um, this is truly, you know, a, a journey of God's grace. And, um, you know, I just, uh, my hearts are with, with all the gold star families and, and, um, the service members who have lost somebody, you know, one of their brothers or sisters in the, in the line of battle. And, um, you know, it's, it's a hard time, but, you know, you I, I'm, I'm grateful for my freedom and 
you know, I'm going to keep fighting and doing my best to, to continue my brother's legacy. And, um, you know, that's good. I was going to ask you, I was going to, how do you, how do you get through it and how can you give people advice to get through it? But that's what you're doing. Continuing your brother's legacy. I mean, that's gives yeah. you the purpose right there. And that's, that's tremendous. And uh, Absolutely. I, I know, and, and, you know, I hope your movie gets made. I can't wait to see it and see John Krasinski up there playing the lead character. That you, <laughs> you're you're going to have, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I really do. And because John, if you're listening, call me. <laughs> call me. I'm sure he listens to Battle Life podcast all the time. That's, it goes Jimmy Kimmel, Battle Life podcast, just like that. That's exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I, God bless you. And, and with your husband, you know, just tell him, I, yeah. I, I feel, I feel for him and, and um, I'm hoping, you know, we, I know now they do acupuncture and chiropractic, chiropractic. They allow that now. So maybe that's something yeah. he, it, it, the, the alternative medicines, I know, at least in Missouri here where I'm at, or Fayetteville, Arkansas is my VA, um, mm-hmm. that they allow that now. It has helped me. The And I, I maybe something I could look into and maybe that'll help him with his back because I, yeah, I we've, feel it. Yeah, we've been seeking out alternative medicine um, you know, he, he can't live on gabapentin. So we've been no. doing, uh, CBD drops. Yeah. No, no, awesome. no. Oh, Maybe CBD. Yes. Yeah. CB, CBD. No gabapentin. Oh, that, that's go, go to it. And yeah. actually, yeah, this is my, I, my back is aching me a little bit right now. <laughs> Give it a little shout, but I use the, the CBD rub The we use, I use the Ned stuff, but yeah. um, yeah, it, 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 it I don't have to take medication. I don't take medication anymore. None of the, yeah, none of the stuff. That's anymore. amazing. I've done acupuncture myself at times. It, it, it uh, you know, I know that there's conflicting opinions about all that stuff, but for some people, they definitely swear yeah. by it. I've, I've had some good experiences and, um, and I should point out for people, you know, hearing the story, I already asked Renee when we did the Instagram live, which as I said, it was kind of back and forth due to connection stuff, but you know, you're not looking for money. I even asked you, are you looking to start a GoFundMe for your husband? And you're not. You just want to bring awareness because, as you said, it is not just your husband. It's probably hundreds, maybe even thousands yeah. of families experiencing the same thing. And I know you want to get on. And I'm like, hey, all we have is this outlet. And I know you want to get on Fox News and the big outlets and Newsmax and, and bring this to the forefront. And hopefully it is. I mean, unfortunately, with this horrific shooting which we discussed in the first segment in texas that's what's mm-hmm. dominating the news cycle but at the same time we can't allow issues yeah. of the va to be completely ignored it's important yeah. as well that's a that's a really important issue um i mean i just um, I, i've just been brokenhearted i have a i have a six-year-old daughter so um yeah. you know it, it's an important issue because i've i've it could have been any of our kids yeah you know and no, I, but, I, I, I feel you, but it's good that you're still bringing a light. And also it's good that you can still laugh. And, and even though it's going to be on Memorial Day, this, uh, it's important that we still laugh and, and have fun and remember in good ways and joke yeah. and be jovial. I, it, it really is. Uh, that's how you get through it. And that's how I get through it. I have the same feelings that you're talking about where I don't even notice it on September 11th. I, I don't even know that I'm mm-hmm. being angry and all of a sudden I'm angry for so I, I get that, but yeah. I'm so happy you can at least come on and still laugh with me at my stupid jokes and and <laughs> and, and still still smile because that shows resilience and that's what we need to show to 
to veterans out there and those that have, especially this time that have gone through horrific events, you know, that's the resilience that we show through the face yeah. of adversity. And you're, you're, you're a good face to show resilience through adversity, Renee. You do a good job. Thank Excellent you. Job. Excellent job. Thank yes, you. Ma'am. Thank you for having me on. Um, I'm going down to uh, Jupiter, Florida in a couple of weeks. I've been restoring my brother's car. Nice. So uh, we're going to have a, a, a tribute. And then we have his annual charity golf tor- tournament down there. And a hundred, hundred of the pro- 100% of the proceeds goes to combat veterans. Awesome. So um, this is our eighth annual golf tournaments, you know, so we're, our family is, is we're doing well. You know? That's we're, awesome. Where can people find information? And, yeah. What's the date? All that. So the golf tournament is uh, June 11th. It's always the second weekend, the second Saturday in June. Okay. And um, I told my mom, I'm like, we've really got to get, you know, a website up and go and get some more sponsorships. We do, we do really well. We usually bring in about 60,000 a year for veterans. It's amazing. Um, so uh, yeah, well, I'm, well, we'll do I'm this. Like, mom, you know, she- we gotta, we gotta do this. Oh yeah, you you gotta have websites. You know, I hate to say it. we talked about social media and yeah, but so forth. But it, you know, that's where it does help. It, it can hurt definitely, but it can definitely help. And and um, you know, you, you reach out to my 14th Hour Foundation and and just make sure you have your 501c3 paperwork or anything ready to go, and we, we can try to donate money to you as well. So um, yeah, definitely. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, We'd love to have you guys. Oh, I'd love to be in Florida. Yeah, we'd love right. to have you come down, Chris. We'd love to have you speak. I, 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 I one of these days when I'm not speaking anymore. I know you're anymore, a busy man. Oh, I know. I when I'm when I'm done speaking and I can just do it just when I want to do it. Um, yeah, that's what I'll yeah. be. I'll, I'll, I'll be down there in in, in Jupiter. Thank you. I, I'm honored you to even ask me. So thank you. And consider me a good backup for John Krasinski in the. I'm kidding. I can't. I can't act. I'm just I will. You know what? We'll bring you on as a consult. How about that? There you go. Be, and I'll play the dead guy. If there has to be a, I'm sure I know this is, I was like, holy shit, that's a bad taste, Chris. She's going to smack you. But if there's somebody that can just lay there, just, I'll be that guy. Cause I can't act. You've seen the All sunglass right. commercial. We'll I can't act for sure. Thank you. You're All awesome, right. Renee. Thanks, Take Renee. Care. Thanks guys so much. Appreciate it. We'll have it up on Monday. So. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Thanks. Have a good weekend. You, you too. Well, the um, the last thing I I wanted to say, I mean, because I think we covered a lot here. I don't think there's really much more to discuss, but I I think it'd be wrong not to ask you. I mean, Memorial Day, we got into her brother. Plenty of guys, you know, that we remember on this Memorial Day. And I don't know if there's anything you want to say about that before we call it a wrap. I I think I I, I said it, you know, when we were talking, it was none of those guys would want would would want me to, would want me or anybody else to feel sorry for them they, they didn't they didn't live with people wanting to feel sorry for them in fact it was just the opposite you never want they never want people to feel sorry for them so uh i think it'd be it's the same in in death you know and and they're looking down and going no don't feel sorry for me live live and uh, you know i i i know it was an i i it's instagram it's hard on the instagram post with bubs it's, it's hard for me to still be an ad and I still want to put things in there, but even on that Instagram post at the end of it, you know, I, I, I don't think I said it. I said, I don't think Bub would want me to live, you know, and he, we weren't best friends or nothing like that. We worked together, you know, and Bub was a friend as far as work friends. And I, I respected the hell out of him and I respected the hell out of him for what he did that night, being the only guy that came in to include the two Delta guys that actually came to supplement our positions, uh, you know, 
knowing that we were already getting hit, knowing that he was going to get in a firefight, you know, and, and that's, that's to me, that's impressive. But um, I don't think he would want even, he would want me to live with not living my fullest life because he lived his fullest life. He, he lived hard. We'll have Sean on. Sean will tell you more stories about Sean. Sure. Knew him, well, hell, that was Sean was one of his best friends. Uh, but, you know, he, they don't want us to live feeling sorry for them. They want us to remember them, but they want us to remember them just like when they were alive and during Memorial Days overseas, the alcohol was flowing in a good way. The, the barbecue was flowing in a good way. And they remembered them, they remembered their brothers and sisters and, and, and they did it. You know, they, there was a little, there was a tear. You, you do, you have a tear because you lost someone, but it was never go down that rabbit hole and, and feel sorry for them. I, you, yeah. So don't, don't feel sorry for any of them. Feel proud that they gave the ultimate sacrifice. That was their life for the protection of us and the protection of our freedoms and, and for this country. And it, that still should be honored. I, it, and I don't think it is as much as it used to be in some as with, with as many people as it used to be, but it still can be. And on this show, of course, we honor the hell out of them because they did, they sacrificed their lives for us. And, and whether it's Bob or, whether it was Putty, whether it was Roan, you know, whether it was Casey Cassavant, who, God bless him, was one of the Little Bird Gunners that was shot down in Iraq, you know, back in, I, I, you know, 10, 11 years ago, but served with me at Ranger Battalion. Um, tremendous guy. Uh, they wouldn't want us to cry sure. <laughs> and feel sorry for him. Yeah, we can cry a little bit, but they don't want us to just be, uh, you know, blubbering about their loss. They want us to to remember them how they were. And that was their, their warriors. They were yeah. hardcore motherfuckers that fought their ass off and were badasses, And, and we should remember them that way. Yeah. The, the one guy I'll personally remember, uh, although it wasn't in service, it was post-service. Of course, was our friend Drew, Drew. Was Drew. And Drew. Drew yeah. Drew Saint. Benihana, right yeah. over there with a, along with a bunch of my other friends that was on my birthday, probably, I think it was on uh, my 30, like my, I think it might have been my 31st birthday, something like that. But either way, man, I, I, I will definitely miss that guy. I still I still have actual like greeting cards that he gave me for my birthday and stuff. And and he could, the reason I kept them, he didn't just say happy birthday. He wrote like giant messages. You know, I remember <laughs> I, have one, I have one of them where and it was just so genuine. Like one of them, he's like, you know, you're one of the few people I like here in New York. So thank you for being a friend. Like that type of stuff. It's just, I, I, I kept all that stuff with him. So, you know, I know he didn't die in combat or in service, but I'll, but he's a guy who served this country and served in the CIA. Well, I, so I'll, I'll definitely be remembering. And him. to say that, Ben, he was one of the best, he was GRS. He was a team leader. He was a staffer. And he was one of the best staffers that we had. Uh, and that's saying a lot because most of the staffers were, were a staffer is actually a GRS employee that not a contractor like we were like I was uh, and Bub was, but that's saying a lot because we didn't have a lot of good staffers. We had, a, I would say about half and half and he was one of the best ones. So, you know, I know you say he didn't die in combat, but he served his ass off and he was very oh, yeah. good. And as a contractor, having a staffer like Saint, it made our jobs easier because we knew we had an actual employee for the agency that had our backs and, and he was awesome. And he was a Marine. He was a recon Marine. Yeah. He's forced recon. That's, that's, pretty pretty impressive stuff right there and and you wouldn't you wouldn't know about his uh career so much because he was like the least boastful guy he was yeah. he was 
hyping me up as if I did something I amazing. I like he was he was the the lead, the furthest thing from the type of guy who would say how remarkable he was. That's not who he was at all, you know. And totally, getting totally off humble this guy. Coming to Manhattan when I'm staying like at the Waldorf, I coming in because I got I'm at the Waldorf or the Benjamin or something like that. And how does he walk into the front? He's got cut off camo <laughs> shorts, flip flops, and a ripped t shirt. I'm like, damn, true. Can you at least put on a, a shirt that's not torn up as you're walking? I mean, I'm not dressed up in a, lot, a collar shirt or anything in it, but at least I got jeans and some tennis shoes and actually a clean shirt on. But every time, every time he'd come to the city to visit me, because he's, I'm coming in, let's go out to dinner or something. It was always ripped ass shorts, ripped shirt. I'm, I'm surprised he showered, or at least he threw on some brute and, and something and, and flip flops. And it didn't matter if it was the winter time. It was like, geez, come on, Drew, man. <laughs> was, but, but he'd just smile and he'd light up the room. He'd, great. Yeah, was awesome. he, he was a he was unique awesome. guy. So um, yeah. I don't know how you'll be spending this Memorial Day, because as I said, we're recording this on Thursday. I'm personally... Uh, I'm actually very psyched to have a fun Memorial Day weekend. Saturday, I'll be seeing Top Gun with my friend George Earhart, uh-huh. who regularly listens to the show, who who got into Bob's Naturals because of us. So I'll throw Thanks. that out there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, great guy. And then um, Sunday, I'll be going to the Memorial Day Air Show because there's Saturday and Sunday, um, but it looks like Sunday is going to have better weather. So I'll be going to Jones Beach for the Memorial Day That's Memorial cool. Day weekend air show, which is an awesome experience. If you guys are on Long Island, well, actually, it'll be Monday when you hear this. So go next year if you didn't go this year. Next year. Um, <laughs> no, I, there awesome. were many years where I said, I got to go. I, I always, I skipped it so many times. And then when I finally went in 2019, I was like, I have to go to this every year. And I absolutely will. Even if I end up eventually moving to Florida, I will come home for this Sturm Memorial Day because it is awesome what those guys do. And it is they a do. great way to celebrate and rem- and remember um so yeah i'll be i'll be doing that on sunday hopefully top gun is i wanted to get someone on from top gun and i reached out and alex hollings um from sandbox definitely helped me out so we'll have alex on but i just you know i know that those guys are busy but i wish they would realize like i know they're gonna do you know the entertainment tonight stuff and the extra and don't you know don't forget the military podcast because these are the guys who are going to be out supporting that movie but anyway what are your plans for uh, i actually my son i'll be where where i want to be I'm, luckily this year i'm not having to go speak this year in fact i told told the speaking program with kepler i said don't book me on memorial day uh, i don't want to be gone um my son made state track so nice. he made he made to the state and this is I, i'm very blessed that he got his mama's athletic ability because i am <laughs> not mine but, but you're both athletes. Though. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a decent. I used to be a decent athlete back in the day. But he, he, first year he's ever ran track and he's very fast. I, he's and he, uh, you know, he just natural ability and he made the state state track, uh, you know, made state to, to compete in the state Kansas state track tournament um, uh, in the 200 and then also the four by 400 relay. I still think he should run the 400 free by itself. Cause he's like, that's what I used to run. I ran the 400 and it's the hardest, one of the hardest races to run. He's very good at it, but 400 is one time around the track, right? And, but it's a, it's a sprint. It's a sprint. I did, around, I did the 400. Uh, oh yeah. That, that's to me that and the 800. I just don't remember. But, um, but he made, and so we'll go down and watch him and it's in Wichita. So we'll be down there watching him this weekend, you know, and, and, but I remember, you know what, I, and this is the why, this is the wisdom that comes in after. I wish I could remember more of that when I was growing up. I, I like I've said on any of the show before, 
And, I, you know, we actually, my, my four by 400 team won state one year when I was at uh, Grand Junction Central. And we were really good, really fast. But um, I, I was so focused on winning, I didn't take everything in. And, you know, and, you know, after we talk about the military and after Benghazi, I started to take things in. So I remember I told him, I said, this is your first year. I said, just go enjoy it. Don't worry about winning. Just take in the smells, take in the sights, take in what's going on around you. Next year, focus on winning. This year, just go, just go run. And the winning will take care of itself. And I honestly do believe that. Honestly, when I started to win races, it's when I started caring about winning because you relax. And, and I said that to him and I hope he takes it. And I think he will. My son has a lot better head on his shoulders than I ever did at that age. Um, and again, good parenting from his mom's side, mom's side, not from mine, <laughs> but um, that's where I'll be at. And, and Wichita, you know, we'll get, we'll have the little kids with us and Wichita is a bigger, you know, it's a bigger city. So they've got the Dave and Busters and all this stuff. So we'll have the family fun out there and then home on Sunday, of course, we'll, we'll, we'll grill out and you know where I live. So what I'll, I mean, I'm in paradise. I'll probably run down <laughs> the range, do pull-ups in the heat and the humidity and run back home and we'll barbecue and, Nice. And, and just, I'm home with my family, you know, and, and, um, I want to be home with my family because a lot of guys aren't going to be able to, and like Renee's, you know, her, her, you know, her brother isn't able to be home with the family. So that's, to me, that's how I think it would be. It should be for, for me and, and being, cause that's, I, they sacrificed their lives so I could be home with my family and enjoy the day. And so that's what I'll, I'll be doing, but I, I, I am excited to go watch my boy run, you know, and just go run and, and, um, you know, he's, he's, he's fast, but he's, he's, he's not, he hasn't done a, a lot of track. So he's still learning. There's a lot of technique to running and, um, natural ability. He'll, he'll compete. Um, but with a, I think with a lot of training, with a year of training, man, he's going to be really good. He's already got colleges looking at him for track, which is, it's exciting as a parent to see that because I know how I felt when colleges were looking at me for football and basketball and it, and it's good, but I'm keeping his head, head on straight. That's yeah. it. But yeah, buddy, that's, that's what we'll be doing. We'll be, I'll be no, that's all. Fans. That's a great outlook to have. And you are right about enjoying it because it's actually funny. The same guy I just mentioned who I'll be seeing top gun with George Earhart. He was like a huge track star for long distance. And the truth is he doesn't do it anymore. He doesn't run at all anymore. And I think it's because it was such a huge part yeah. of his life, high school, college that, he, he does still exercise a lot. He still, he does yoga. He does, he plays tennis. But I think at this point he has burnt himself out of yeah. running that he has no interest in ever doing it again. And, yeah. and I think when you compete to that level, I mean, I, I see it with, I mean, I worked with Senator Bill Bradley, right? I don't think Senator Bill Bradley ever shoots hoops anymore. I think he's more, been yeah. done with that for decades. So you do, you get burnt out. He, he, my son played competitive baseball, select baseball since he was a little boy. Uh, I mean, he was, he's a great baseball player and he runs track now because he, he already got burnt out with baseball as his sophomore in high school. He's like, dad, I don't want to do baseball anymore. Can I run track? Like, yeah, go at it. So I agree with you, man. Just, yeah. I'll even mention this. I don't want to say his name, but it's, you know, someone I used to work with who some of you guys are familiar with, but um, you know, was a sniper. And, and one thing he said to me, he was like, I'm great at this, but it's a blessing and a curse in that, He's like, I don't enjoy it. I, I just, you know, it was something I was great at, but it's not something I necessarily enjoy. And you, I think I even you. there's professional athletes. I, I think it might've been one of the Williams sisters. It might've been Venus or Serena Williams who said like, yeah, I'm amazing at this, but I don't like it. I don't enjoy playing tennis. And that kind of sucks. So you want to see your kid enjoy it. 
and that's where that's why with my son i just was i, I told him that and, and i also tell him like but he's going to be great at whatever he does this is not yeah you know, i i'm sure you know people at a high school that that was their that was their pinnacle their people and that was high school was it and then um, yeah yeah you don't want to be yeah. there that I said, I, yeah I, I and said, then you're reliving those old high school stories there that stereotype actually fits with a lot of the o'doyles out there i call them the yeah O'Doyles. a lot of that yeah. and unfortunately a lot of army veterans who can't like move past or military move. veterans i should say who can't move past that and move on to new goals and that's why i love seeing some of these guys we've had on the show yeah. or like todd apalski who i want to have yeah. on who's now doing like these retreats in costa rica it's like he, I love these people or like Jim West who on who are, who always want to move on to a new challenge. That's the way you have yeah. to be with life. And it doesn't even have to be physical. Like, you know, just a new, I want to write a book or in Renee's case, we just had on, I want to write a movie. Um, I, I think you, you shouldn't always be living in the past and we're yeah. all guilty of it. Sometimes I certainly am sometimes. So, and that's where that with my son, I, I can honestly tell him cause I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't have family in the military, but I can tell him, Hey, high school, it's not it. And, you know, and I, I competed at state levels in high school. You know, I, I did. And you, when you're there and you're in athletics, you really think, okay, high school is it. Let's move to college. Okay. What am college? This is it. This is, this is my <laughs> life right here. And then I'm like, holy crap, there's more to it. So I, I think, I hope he listens to me. I think he does, but like Christian, whether you win state ever or not, this is it. This is, this is not it. This is not the end. There's the next step and there's, and just enjoy life and, and you're going to continue to grow and, and continue to be good at everything because you're good and you because you're good because you, you're just a good person and you're smart. A lot better grades than I ever got in high school. He's tremendously smart, which I was. I was not. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I, I said this, this just continue on. And, and I, I, I you know, it's amazing. The, the ones that won state in high school that were top notch. It, they weren't always there. In fact, I don't know any that moved on to a lot of super success in their lives down the line. It's the ones that were always good at everything. Yeah. Those are the ones I saw that, that with actually, athletes at my school. I yeah. mean, there's, there's a number that I remember who were 100% convinced. Like I, there's one guy who stands out in my head who was 100% convinced he was going to be a golf pro. I remember going to a party and he was there with a camcorder watching his golf swing and telling me how amazing his golf swing was. And I was convinced he would be a pro. And honestly, you never heard the name again. You know, that's why, yeah, you got, you got to have that balance in life. It can't just be one you, thing. You do. You do be good at it. I always just be good. You don't have to be great at one thing. Be good at everything. Rangers really taught me that. I really, they reinforced it in my, my parents and stuff taught me that more. And I learned that on my own. I was never the best at one thing. I was just good at everything. That I could do. I made myself good. I know that's not that's that's ego. That's ego. No, it's okay. I, I I really I really was. I was. I, I'll be honest. I was never the fastest, never the smartest, never the strongest, never the best shooter. Never. But I was good at it all. And down the line, it transferred into really did success. It did. And I want my son to feel that same way. Whether you take first or not, you're here. That's awesome. Just continue to be good at everything. And and you're right. Then you have to be that guy looking at their golf swing at a party. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Okay. That is, <laughs> but, but you're spot on brother. And, and um, so yeah, guys, just no Memorial day, just enjoy it and fun. You got kids. Don't put a lot of pressure on them to be great. Don't, don't they will be, they're going to be great because they're kids and hug them because you can't today. And some parents can't. 
you know, and, and, uh, and that's, that's a blessing right there. So, um, and last but not least, I'm changing the subject. Where did you get that battle line podcast t-shirt? That thing oh, is yeah. awesome. Where battle the heck podcast, did you get that? Where'd you get I got, we got to give out the, uh, the, the website. I always put the website address on the episodes, so it'll be there. Well, we'll me... it, but bro, I, I didn't know we made, <laughs> right, we made orange. Oh, in red? You didn't know we had it in red? Is that red or orange? That looks. No, this is red. Looks... This is red. It, it, it could be the cut, the light or whatever, but yeah, Maybe no, this light. is red. That looks I, sweet. I, yeah, we do. We don't talk enough about the shirts and, and post us, post them on Instagram. So yeah, I always put the link right there. We'll put them on, is... guys. They're the neck. They're made by Next Level. Uh, I, I want to say I think eight American Trigger Pullers is making them right now. Yes, but yes. we're going to bring them in house. We're going to start because oh, nice. all the battle lines. Well, all the battle line shirts we make in house now. It's and it's Next Level and Jeremy. Uh, has got it down so we'll we'll, we'll bring him in house and start making them yeah I, I would give you guys i mean i'll say the link but it's a big link just look on the um just go just on. look on the episode description but it's tonto-apparel.myshopify.com and then you click on battle line podcast so tonto-apparel.myshopify.com and uh yeah i mean tag us in instagram if you're wearing a battle line podcast shirt uh we, 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 I mean, we work so much with the sponsors here that I try not to be, we always say like, I try not to be an infomercial because I know there are people be like, Oh, why do I have to listen to all these sponsors? But guys, like we keep things free. We only have sponsors that we genuinely love. Yeah. And I don't try to tag on to say, buy the, you know, buy the mug, buy the t-shirt. But if you can't, I mean, we do have mugs as well with a cartoon of us and, and, uh, it's all high quality stuff, so hopefully well, you guys can and, pick it up. But uh, I do love this shirt; it's a great. Shirt. I wear this all the freaking time. Well, and that's that's the thing is that we do. I and it's not that we've just been using it for months or doing. We, we, it's years. I've been using stuff for. Never will push anything that we don't use or try ourselves. And I hate to say push, but we never will promote anything that we haven't tried it. We haven't used it. So if it's going to negatively affect anyone, it's going to negatively affect us first. And then we'll say, don't take it. Don't, yeah. but nothing that we have is like that. And these are tremendous people too, that run these companies from Ned to Bubs to, to, uh, to uh, beard team beard vet to, to, <laughs> you know, to, uh, to the American flag company that we have. These are tremendous yeah. people and, and they, they, do good work to Fort Scott, especially and Fort Scott. You can't forget oh, Fort Scott munitions. So, so, uh, oh, yeah. but guys, yeah, check, check yeah. them out. Yeah. And, and, uh, I should mention it. Yeah. Your American flag store.com. Our flags flag are coming in the mail. I mean, once again, they're, they're custom made. So that's why it does take a little bit, but he's, he's actually in the process of sending them out. I believe this week. Mine's going right. I'm going to, sorry, Fort Scott munitions. <laughs> I'm going to move the flag, move your, your little flag up there. I'll put that over here, but that flag is going right here. That's nice. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. And, um, the, you know, he has not forgotten about us. So check them out at your American flag store on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, I, th I think that's, uh, I think that covers everything, man. I, I enjoy yeah. doing this show every week and, and getting great guests on like Renee. And, uh, we have some really killer guests lined up for this coming month. Outstanding guys. I look forward to it and guys have a great Memorial Memorial Day weekend. Or they had for, one. They had a great one. You're going to have one. I hope, yeah. you, I hope you had a great one. And for you veterans out there, uh, thank you for your service and for, yes. um, yeah. And of course, the families in Texas, you know, we're saying that, you know, uh, our, our prayers are definitely with you. I, 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 I um, yeah, our hearts are going out to you. And for on the other side of the house, we need, really need news media and social media. Um, I think you need to take a, you know, it may hurt us too, but 
you really need to take a step back and, and look at what, what we're doing and may see if there's some responsibility that lies in, in both the news and, and social media, not just the... Yeah, I mean, it, you, you've said it before. I mean, social media, it just just like a firearm, it's a tool and you use it for positive or negative. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the 24-7 news coverage, though, I mean, look, I watched maybe five minutes of it just to see what's going on. And at that point, I have it. I don't think there's anything good that comes of obsessing over yeah. every yeah. thing. And watching it 24-7, it just throws anger. So yeah. I'm not someone who's going to say, don't keep up to date, bury your head in the sand. But at the same point, there are people who watch like nine hours of this shit a day. Yeah. And it is not good for you. Talking, turn it off. Turn it off. It's, it's terrible for you. Brilliant. My life has turned around tons since I don't watch the news anymore. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just giving you some advice. You're, you got free will. You're going to do what you're going to do. But also, guys, bring God back in your life. Bring faith back in your life. It, it definitely, take it from me, it definitely will help. It, it definitely will help. That's my instinct, brother. That's it. Cool. That's all for this episode of the Battle Line Podcast. But we'll be back on Monday with more American Straight Talk. Until then, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Battle Line Podcast and on Twitter at Battleline Pod. To sign up for future Battleline tactical courses, go to www.christantoparanto.net. Believe in yourself, face all challenges head on, and as always, never, never quit. quit.